you guys drove to Dunwich and you guys got there because you left in the morning. You guys got there around midday. Or did you guys leave in the afternoon and get there in the evening? I couldn't remember what time you guys left. We cleared out of Boston as soon as we could. It, it was like that afternoon. Patterson was like, here's your assignment, GTFO. Okay, so you guys get there in the evening. Okay, that's fine. We broke for a little bit to pack some stuff and then hopped up in the derp fan. And and you had somebody from derp contact Jacob Hodge, the uh, gentleman selling the home, to arrange a meeting for when you got there. You're all in a car. Because we left with you guys passing the sign that says you entered Dunwich. As we open, you guys are still in the car headed toward the house. As we pass the welcome to Dunwich sign, Philip will look up from the travel log that he has appropriated from Finn because he thought Finn was a filthy liar for the things that he was saying and found out that he was not, first off. But as he looks out the window and sees the state of Dunwich, He looks back at the book and then back out the window, and almost under his breath, he says, I don't think this book did it justice. Keep that in mind when you write your your review at the inn at Innsmouth. The Innsmouth was a perfectly fine place to stay. I may have taken some umbrage with the menu, but for the the discerning pescatarian, I'm sure it is wonderful. However, if I was to write a, a place about the uh, domiciles at Dunwich, I, I don't believe that it would be worth reading. Do uh, we still want to go straight to the house, or we want to, I don't know, check this place out? Well, I'm not entirely certain that there is a place for us to uh, check out, so to speak. There does not seem to be a main street or a commercial district or... I, I dare say even a, 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 a what do you think's called the diner? No, cafe, caf, cafeteria? No, a place of eating. It would have to be a diner or a bar. Yeah, but I don't think you're going to find a bar around here anymore nowadays. Uh, I don't. I would agree with you, Samuel. I do not see any type of public house or, or place of gathering um, wet. Oh no. Well, let's uh let's just keep an eye out and see if maybe this is just the outskirts of town. Yes, yes, of course. Oh my god, this place looks like they stare at goats for fun. You see anything else to do? Regrettably no, I do not. As the sun is uh descending in the sky, you're following the directions and you see in the distance a lone house. On a plot of land, this must be the home. And as you approach it, you see the condition is not good. Definitely needs a coat of paint. It needs some windows repaired. The chimney looks to be crumbling. The the roof seems to be missing portions. This is... uh, I mean, it's still standing to its credit. It's charming. It's perfectly charming. I mean, it has it has character. And if I was to adequately describe this character of this home, I would call it a scurrilous villain fit only for the dankest sewers in the city of London. 
Yes, that is character right there. And as you guys pull up, the headlights will uh, kind of shine on the uh, porch, and you'll see a man in an overcoat in a suit standing, and he'll kind of start waving and stepping down as you pull the car up and park in front of the house. Philip will step out of the car and grab his valise while everybody else is making their likely delayed motions to follow, and he will step up to the gentleman, stick out his hand and say, I believe you are the man we are supposed to meet about the uh, inspection of this abode, are you not? Yes, I am. I'm, I'm Jacob Hodge, and nice to meet you fine folks coming up all the way from Boston to to see this lovely home for sale here? Yes, <laughs> lovely indeed, Mr. Hodge. Uh, I am uh, Dr. Philip Weisel, uh, Professor of Archaeology and Antiquities, and uh, these are my compatriots who are actually working for uh, the Department of Esoteric Relics and Parchment. And uh, I, I do admit, uh, curiosity was struck when we did see the advertisement for this home. So it is a, a pleasure to meet you, and it is a pleasure to see the fine state, he says, trailing off as he looks at the dilapidated establishment. Of this home here, yes. Well, now I don't really know all of the words and letters you said, son, but if you're interested in looking at this house, well, you're going to love it. It just needs coat of paint. I know the outside's not special. The inside's not much more special, except for what this house can do for you. That's special. Well, you have certainly piqued my curiosity, my good man. What type of things can this house do for me? Hopefully it can warm us up. It's freezing out here. Oh, yes. Uh, you ought to forgive my compatriot. He is uh, small and thin. is uh, part of the famine, you see, and we'll have to uh, get him warmed up right away and perhaps find a nice potato stew. Forgive me for my, my poor southern hospitality. Please, walk in. Quite, thank you very much. Is it sunset already, or? Mm-hmm. It's winter, so, yeah, and winter, by the time 5 o'clock rolls around in December, just after Christmas, yeah, it's going to be uh, getting dark. All right, just trying to keep track of that. I'll have to uh, come out in the morning to get a photo of the house before we burn it down. Spot hiddens or anything at all. Feel free to just call that out. Sure, I'll make a spot hidden. Finn and Sam, you'll notice that Mr. Hodge has a nice suit on. He's probably a man in his 50s. He has a cross pinned on his lapel. He's uh, well-groomed. He does have a southern accent in Dunwich, Massachusetts. And for the level of success you got there. You can also tell that his smile is one of genuineness. Oh, that's terrifying. Oh, boy, so he's not trying to hide anything about the house. Got it. But he will usher you all in. And, Bruno, you are just looking at a house that possibly should have been torn down ages ago. Listen, I know we have to do this, but... Please just be on your guard. This place is dangerous. Are, are you listening to me? I said be careful. 
Be careful. Cookie. Cookie, can you hear me? I'm back at the Derp Mobile and I'm just unloading bags of equipment. Sam's tripod down here. Take this other bag out, stick it over here. Take this fucking sleeping bag shit, put it over here. It's just like, oh, this place sucks. So, how did someone from the south come to own a place like this up here? Well, I'm almost ashamed to admit it, but I, I do have a little bit of Yankee blood in me, and well, some relatives lived up here and, and passed, and the house ended up coming down to me, as they had no next of kin in the area. So I've I've come up, and and while I thought maybe I would do something with this house, well, I was just struck with the notion that. You know, Yankee winners just don't work well with my constitution. I hear that. It's mighty freezing up here. I mean, Ireland's farther north, and um, it's not nearly as cold, so I don't I don't get this weather thing. Well, why don't you just move on into the parlor? There's a, a fire burning. Take a seat. If you don't mind me asking, what do you do for work outside of this? bit of a personal question, but outside of work, well, uh, my, my work here in the South is, is mainly in land ventures, investing in agricultural crops. Okay. Turning those crops into other products that people sometimes seek. So are you a farmer? Or a person who sells land to farmers. No, oh, don't find him. He's simply a slave to commerce. Come, come, we should go inside and, and sit by a nice warm fire, yes. Yes, yes, please, please, and oh my dear miss. He'll extend his hand out to to Cookie. You'll notice that Cookie is looking much better. The nap in the car has seemed to brighten her color. She doesn't look nearly as ill as she was in the morning uh, and she will just throw all of her charm at this nice rich southern man uh hello uh mr hodge it's very nice to meet you my name is charlotte what a lovely name i believe i i have a distant aunt named charlotte why don't i escort you inside and he will take your arm and lead you in and put you in the chair closest to the fire. Thank you so much. It was such a cold, long ride this evening. So as you guys are all entering the home, you'll have the smell of a home that's been closed up for a while. That abandoned, musty, dank smell. Fill your noses. It's dim. It looks pretty uninviting. The furniture is dusty and looks old. It looks like maybe if you sat on it a little too hard or touched it, it might even crumble to dust. You'll see mold eating away at the walls and flooring. You'll see cobwebs. You'll see uh, antiques, some artwork, portraits of some very righteous people who perhaps maybe once lived in the house. How regrettable. Thank goodness it's dim, Philip. Uh, yes, quite. 
Bruno comes in carrying a couple of bags, sees the fire, and is, thinks to himself, well, our job's already half done. Sam looks over to Bruno. Hey, Bruno, is there any more out there? You need any help with any of that other stuff? No, I think it's a, uh, it's a gods at all. Well, then, young man, why don't you have a seat, ask you questions, and he'll start to kind of check a watch, pull it out of a vest pocket, look at it. And I don't want to keep you all too late. It's been a long ride, as the lovely lady has already stated. So why don't you ask your questions and see if we can come to a deal and see if we can get this taken care of. Shouldn't we take a look around first? I mean, I'm sure Bruno there brought in a torch to look around with. Oh, yes, I'm certain he is burning with curiosity at the upstairs areas, the bedrooms, so to speak. I'll tell you what. Ask your questions. I could stay here for another 30 minutes or so, and then I'll... Go to this, uh, it's a parsonage. The, the pastor and his wife just love me. They let me stay with them. So there's no hotel to speak of, but I'll let you find folks stay here the night, get a feel for the place. And then perhaps once you've done that, you'll be more apt to want to make a deal once you've experienced it. Capital. Well, I suppose my first question would be, what is this uh, that you're speaking of? The uh, house that can make the dreams come true. Uh, clearly, you have a, a, a personal knowledge of this, so to speak. Oh, I do. The, the first time I came up to check out the property myself, I I was a different man than the man you see today. But the house, the house showed me the way, saved me, brings salvation. Brings you the truth. Shows you the truth. But my good man, I thought that only the Lord could do that for us. My fine lady. The Lord dwells in this house. That's a bold statement. This is not a church. I've seen nothing. My lovely lady, the the Lord dwells in all of us. The Lord is... Wherever we are, there's the Lord. The Lord can be in this home, too. I was just wondering, did you have the home blessed and the Lord entered it? I, I just don't see any evidence uh, as of yet. I'd love to hear what happens to you here. You want to hear my testimony? Yes. I believe we would all quite like to warm up to the uh, sale of this home, the purchase of this home, if uh, you were to regale us with your testimony. I'll pull the watch out again, check the time, and he'll take a seat delicately on a piece of furniture. When my dear departed relatives left me this home, I had no intention of becoming a Yankee, but I, I felt it that I should come up and see what opportunities could avail themselves to me. So I, I came up here to check out the property. Now, and I, forgive me, Miss Charlotte, but I was a sinful man. And when I came up here and spent that first night, well, this house showed me the error of my ways. In, in a very, very real way. 
and I was quite terrified. Don't know how I made it through that first night. But when the sun rose the next day, I was a new man. I was a new man, and, and I, I said I shouldn't, uh, I shouldn't keep this to myself. I should let others have this. I should let others share this with people. I just, it just wasn't supposed to be me. I, I belong in the South. I, I don't, don't belong up here in Massachusetts. So I thought, well, I will sell this home to someone that can benefit from it and that can use it to help benefit others. There is a distinct moment of silence as Mr. Hodge finishes his testimonial. Some might even call it a moment of disbelief. Anybody wants to make any rolls, that's fine. Yeah, I think I got a roll I want to make. Yeah, what are you trying to discern? I have two questions, first of all. What happens in 30 minutes? Is that like sundown? Is that like... No, it's already sundown. Okay, so what time is it in 30 minutes that he's so... I'm going to say you guys probably showed up around 5. He probably wants to leave here around 5.30. For all we know, Pastor's wife may put dinner on the table at 6 and would be poor form for him to be late. If he's trying to beat feet out of here before... He's trying to beat feet out of here. He wants to leave. Secondarily, I will spend a point of luck to get a success on my stealth roll and just kind of slink away. I'm going to start checking out the rest of the house. Okay. Split party, best party. And what does everybody else want to do in that moment of silence? Some dare say disbelief. Well, I'll be uh, up and actually walking around and looking in this area that we've been put into. I don't know if you want to call it like a living room or the welcome room or whatever. Whatever this is, there the fireplace we said is already going. Logs are going. Is there firewood in here for us to like throw stuff in? Do we have to go outside and grab it, bring it in? Things things like that that I want to pay attention to. There's firewood there by the hearth. I'm sure with any old farmhouse like this, there's probably some wood stacked out back as well. Are you just kind of looking around the walls and things like that as well? Yeah, trying to get a general feel for what's going on in here. Can you do a uh, spot hidden roll for me? Samuel. There's some lovely artwork. There's a lot of beautiful woodwork. There's a antique mirror across the way that you can see your reflection in. But doesn't quite look like you. Something's different about the eyes. Or maybe it's the mouth. In the reflection? Yeah. The corners seem to be turned down a little exaggerated, but... Like I'm frowning? Yeah. But you're far away from it, and it's an old mirror. Maybe if you just got a little closer, you could see better. Keep an eye on that and start moseying my way general direction over there. But I'm trying to also pay attention to what they're talking about, too. Do you guys continue your conversation, or...? Oh, yes. Yes, of course. So after that moment of silence, nay, disbelief, Philip will, will raise a finger. He looks a little confused, but you can't see his eyes behind the dark glasses as the magical word was spoken, artwork, and he has become distinctly aware that he must be very careful in this house. 
how long did you say this house was in uh, your family? I, I do understand you do not wish to become a, a Yankee, as, as uh, you call them Yanks. Uh, and of course, the Constitution does not do uh, very, very great things for your um, Constitution. But uh, certainly, it was in your family for for generations. Uh, how how long has it has it stood the test of time within your family? Oh, I think the record the attorney showed me probably two generations now. I would be the third. I see. I see. Yes, and uh, your. Your uh, previous owners, your your family, did they also uh, speak of the miraculous miracles that this house uh, showed them? Or well, they showed you, of course. At that question, he'll kind of frown and, and get a, a look of sadness. And he'll say, well, I'm ashamed to say I, I didn't really keep up with the uh, family tree that deviated so far north it wasn't until their passing that i was even notified that they even had property up here or where they even were so no sir they did not tell me of the specialness of their home finn after realizing that there might be something a little bit more natural than uh mystical going on because he's saying visions and stuff like that he's going to try and you know look at the wood to see if it's i don't know hallucinogenic wood or something or if there's that's a thing and then go outside and like smell around look at the stuff around the house trying to find any known like hallucinogen stuff that maybe if burnt or just in the air might cause issues I'm thinking natural world. I was thinking medicine. Medicine. Well, that's not too bad. So as you walk around, you see there are vines and and plants. But in western Massachusetts, you're not really familiar with the uh, flora to know. You're not seeing anything that is like 100% everybody knows. Like poison ivy. Everybody knows that's poison ivy. You don't see anything, anything like that. On the inside of the house, like I said, it's moldy and, and dusty, cobwebs, things of that nature. Again, nothing that's really going to jump out at you at this time that it's causing something. All right, but still uncertain because unknown to this area. Okay. Yes, you don't really know that much about stuff in this area being a native of Ireland. Uh, Cookie or Philip, any more questions? Because Sam has walked away, Bruno's walked away, and Finn has walked away. Uh, Mr. Hodge, can I ask why you're not staying in this beautiful home? I see it needs a little cleaning, but surely if the Lord lives here, you would want to stay close to him. My dear, you're being so kind right now. I... I'm well aware of the condition of the home. And well, it's just, it's just a little too cold and drafty for me. And so I prefer to stay in the comfort of the pastor and, and his wife's lovely, warm, comfortable home. And this gives you guys an opportunity, if you wish, to, to stay here and kind of experience the home. If you do not wish to, that is fine. I'm sure. 
that the Lord will provide buyers that will see the specialness of the home. If it is not you, that is fine. Yes, yes, of course, of course. Now, Michelle, this is merely curious, as I, I will admit I, I am as well. But no, 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 that's, that's perfectly understandable. We would not uh, want to keep you from the, the, uh, the, the warmth of the, the pastor's wife, and, and uh, uh, certainly I would assume to be fine cooking. He's going to look at you with a little scrunched up face at what you said, because he's not quite sure if he heard you right. Oh, he hasn't been hearing me right all oh. night. <laughs> Philip is uh, apparently in a mood. As they've entered Dunwich, he's been uh, snarkier than usual. A little more on edge, perhaps. Bitter, maybe. But uh, there have certainly been some Philippisms that have been uttered. And he looks completely unaware of what he said. Bruno. Yes. Where are you walking around? Are you kind of putting stuff in the main area? You walking towards the dining room or where are you going? I've left my pile of bags and stuff just in the room that we were and just kind of skulked off a little bit. No real direct place to go, just like down the hallway. Stay on this floor for the moment until I've got an idea of where everything is, and then the first set of stairs, either up or down, I will take those and start exploring that floor. How many floors up is this place? Three in an attic. Can you make a constitution roll? You're feeling it's it's been a long day, that drive, you haven't had any dinner, and all of a sudden your mouth is watering because you are smelling. Oh, you've smelled that smell before. Mama made that dish. Bruno, what was that dish? That favorite dish of yours? It's less that I smell like a specific meal cooking and more that it's got that smell of like good old marinara gravy. You know, the mm-hmm. the onions and then the oregano and oh, the garlic. Sauce. And the... You smell a sauce cooking. Noodles don't have any smell to them. Mm, the rich onions, the garlic. You smell that smell. Oh, your mouth is water. This this smells just like mama's. So now, instead of just moseying about randomly, it has become, where is the kitchen? Mm -hmm. And as you kind of work your way through the back of it, you enter the kitchen and it's empty. Dimly lit. The sink has rust and, and mold. The old wood stove is ice cold nothing's going on but you can still smell it in the air yeah keep looking as you step inside and the door shuts behind you and you kind of start moving stuff around maybe go into the pantry or or something trying to find that smell you feel a, a soft wind in your ear and you hear patatino turn around dramatically like no I didn't hear I didn't hear that sounded just like her though am I convinced that something is happening or is this a situation where I have rational thought and know that spooky shit is going on 
the man claims spooky shit happens. He's telling you the Lord is here. Your mama's recently dead. Who knows? What do you think? What do you want to roll to see if you are now a believer? I don't know what it would be because, like, we've seen spooky stuff and dealt with ghosts and spirits and God knows what else. We had assumed coming here that stuff was going to be strange. Do you want an occult roll with a bonus? I mean, sure. I'm bad at that, so. When you failed the occult roll, do you want to try an intelligence? Just to... You're going to talk yourself off the ledge right now. It's the stress of the job and the passing of Mama. You're just hearing things. Or is it the house? I don't know. But you're, you're going to shake this off. He'll hear it. He'll have that flash of a moment of, could that actually be her? And then it's like, no. He's gonna he's gonna shut that down. And it's like, all right, who uh, who thinks they're funny? Say everybody roll a listen check. Sam pulling it out. Sam, you hear Bruno's talking in a TV show version of this. Bruno's in one room, and Sam's like on the opposite side of the wall. Just happens to be in like the next room over. It's like Scooby-Doo is what you're saying. Precisely. So what do I hear him saying? All right, uh, who thinks they're funny? Look up a little bit from the mirror and the paintings I'm looking at. Called out, Bruno? Where where are you at? Sam? Yeah, I'm up here in the living, back back where the fireplace. Something happened? Why are you saying who's being funny? I'll take a moment to find where he is. Come around the corner like, you uh, you seen anybody else around? No, it's just all of us. I don't, where did, where did Finn go? Finn just walked away while everybody was talking and started exploring. So where I'm watching now, I can now see everybody except for Finn? Mm-hmm. You see Hodge uh, sitting there? He's going to stand up and say, well... I'm sure your friends around here is probably just a curious child. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Wanted to explore. I'm sure it's okay. Hey, real quick, before you take off, the stuff that was in the house, did it come with the house? Or did you bring anything and put it in the house? No, everything here is what was here when I found it. Like I said, I, I came up to to look at the property, to see what it was, to make a decision about it. I, I really had no intention to, to stay here. And once I experienced the coldness, well, that just cemented it for me. As this is going on, Philip has reached into his valise, pulled out his journal and a pen, and is writing notes as the exchange occurs. Lighten a pipe or just going to journal for a bit? Just going to journal for now. The, okay. the pipe call is strong but he will resist it for now. Philip, when you grab your journal and you open it up to start writing in it, the page you open it up to, you'll see a white feather lying between the pages. There's a moment of silence, of hesitation there. And then he just brushes that feather away like it didn't exist and go to a blank page. The others, you see Philip open his journal Seems to take a moment. He brushes the page and then starts writing. 
specifically, he is writing notes about their host, Mr. Hodge. Uh, Hodge equals cretin, underlined. House and family for three generations should be condemned, is condemned. Had religious visions, question mark, question mark, question mark. Possible infestation of rats. Did we see another vehicle out front? You didn't see one out front, but it's safe to assume that he's got one there. It's probably just parked around the back or something. So he's going to stand up and he's going to... Looks like he's getting ready to make his exit. So he's going to smile it off again. I'll come back here in the morning and, and we'll talk about your feelings of the house and try to come to some some accord, some arrangement on the purchase of the house. Yes, of course. If you find you are not interested come morning, that's, that is fine. Like I said, the Lord will provide us with a buyer. Of course, we, we, we shan't keep you any longer. We do appreciate your, your candor and your generosity in allowing us to stay here for the evening as there are, uh, no domiciles in Dunwich, no dormitories, nor, uh, other rooms, of course. Well, now if you'll excuse me, I'm gonna head out and I'll be here in the morning. What would I end up having to roll to see if he's, if I get the feeling that he's hiding something from us? You could do psychology or it's a God-fearing man. Why would he lie? He's not hiding nothing from us. Not hiding a thing. I couldn't hide a thing in that jacket. It barely fits around his waist. Oh, Finn, you're walking around outside still? Yeah, probably like looking at the vines, tearing them off, chewing on them, see if they taste like anything familiar. Uh, they don't. Um, he spits it out because that's gross. Yeah, looking at, you know, if there's any flowers around. Really just looking for anything that might cause some sort of hallucinogenic effect or some reason to make people go crazy. Because it could be ghosts or whatever is haunting this place, but it's always good to rule out legit things. So as you are um, walking around the, the house, uh, you'll see another car, which you'll assume is Hodges. You'll see a, a bunch of firewood in the back that looks like it's been there for at least a season, if not two. It's not fresh cut at all. There are no flowers as it's winter. You're not seeing much of plant life as you tear a bit of the vine and start chewing on it to see what kind of taste. That's when you'll see Hodge come around heading towards his car. And he's going to stop and look at you as you're chewing on a bit of vine. Checking the farmland. Raising the vine that he's chewing on before spitting it out. Uh, Oh, we all... We all commune with nature in our own way, don't we, son? Uh, yeah, sure do. Well, um, I, I think your friends might be might be looking for you. We figured you went off exploring, so you might want to run inside now and let them know you're okay. Sure thing. And he'll kind of clap you on the shoulder as he walks by, heading to his car, and 
you'll hear that car start up. And um, after a, a little bit, you'll hear the transmission engage and it starts to uh, drive away. And you'll also smell a distinct uh, burning smell. Distinct as in? Like it doesn't smell like the combustion engine burning smell, but it smells like wood burning. But like a real strong wood burning out here. You didn't get that much of a smell from the fireplace inside. I'm going to look around looking for any bonfires or anything nearby. Let's do a spot hidden and see. You look around, you're just seeing darkness all around. The only lights you see come from the windows of the home. Well, fuck, that's strange. Maybe those vines are hallucinogenic. Finn steps in the back door. You know, just knocking off any dirt that might be there. And he comes in. Is the smell stronger or weaker? And actually, once you got inside and in the kitchen and doing that, it kind of went away. Hmm. Yeah, Finn will probably go back outside, make sure there's not a fire on the outside then. Mm-mm. Does a circle of the house? Do a circle of the house again. You don't notice anything at all. No smell. Nothing. Just cold. It's cold outside. Yeah, might as well go back to the fire. Warm up. Yeah, the rest of you, you see Finn re-enter through the front door and uh, comes in, stands uh, in front of the fire, warming up. What are y'all going to do tonight? Well, after Mr. Hodge leaves and Philip finishes his notes and closes the book and puts it back in his valise and we'll look about and say, well, that was uh, certainly an interesting conversation as I I do believe that uh, now he has uh, departed the premises with uh, haste and alacrity. I suppose it is time that we do our due diligence and uh, inspect this home for uh, whatever terrors or miracles or, well, six of one, (laughs) half a dozen of the other. I suppose we shall do our due diligence and explore the environs and then make a decision on what to tell him in the morning. You guys notice anything weird yet? I'm not sure yet. I walk over and I take a closer look at that mirror. As you step closer to that mirror and you look at your reflection, the rest of you just see Sam staring at his reflection. Sam, there's something on your neck right above the collar. Physically on my neck? It's above your collar on your neck. It's a, like a deep line. You look on the other side of your neck. There's another one. Deep creases in your neck that weren't there before. Hey, hey, Bruno, what's this? What's this line right here? I turn around, kind of fingering where that line was in the reflection. I wander over, like push down on the collar of his shirt. I assume I don't see anything. You know, everybody has little creases on their neck. Looks like Sam's neck. Take my left hand and kind of grab the top of his head, like when you're at the barber's, and just push it to get rid of the any of the creases that would be there, mm-hmm. right, uh, right here. Yeah, it's like in the mirror. It's like a dark line, and my hand kind of rubs right where the line was on both sides, kind of a little agitated. Yeah, you can feel it. 
Sam. You can feel that crease. I can feel the, the, the divot in my flesh right here, Bruno. What's what's there? What's going on? There ain't nothing there, man. Is uh just your neck. Well, yes, um old old work and uh, new play makes Samuel um think there are lines it is in his neck. I spin around and point at the mirror. It you I can see it right there. Philip is not looking at the mirror. He's looking around the room. As when did one of you go to Casablanca? What is that? I'm going to step in between Sam and the mirror. Look him in the face. There's weird shit here. Your neck is fine. You ain't got nothing. Oh, oh, okay, Bruno. You say so. I'll turn away from the mirror, walking back towards one of the seats, and I'll sit down. I'll turn with my back still the mirror to Philip and just raise my hand in the light. The fuck are you on about Casablanca? Uh, no, no, it was in the uh, it, it was in the the main squares and and the inns of of Casablanca that I, I smelled this. It was yes, yes, it was a particular particular version of hashish. It was uh, smoked in a, in a large hookah, and uh, four or five of us would would uh, take breath at a time. But it, it's uh, normally from the uh, the Kashmir region of Afghanistan. But this is. Yes, this is definitely that. It has that um, Casablancan uh, kick to it, so to speak. Where is that coming from? And Philip is going to stand up, and he's going to start wandering towards the door. Oh, I smelled something a wee bit earlier, but it smelled like burning elm. Look to Charlotte. Charlotte appears very distracted. Um, Charlotte, you want to expand on on what your uh, face uh, looks like right now? Um, just confusion. I'm right here. Can't you hear me? Answer me, Cookie. Maybe worry. Cookie, I'm trying. Why can't you hear me? And when Bruno looks at me, I kind of look back and make like a questioning eye contact and say, I'm gonna... I'm going to try and find a glass of water and just leave to go into the kitchen. Not going to stop you, but I'm just going to watch you get up and walk across the room and just out the the other side. There's some crazy shit happening here. It is February 12th, 2020. Uh, the day that Oz has a, has a bad work day and doesn't remember how to work anything. Except that I, I lost it. I can't work anything. Bottle <laughs> <laughs> opener? I'm going to leave that in when I ship you the, the recording so you can be like, oh yeah, that day. I'm totally going to leave it in too so everybody can hear my pain. <laughs> and no, I don't need a bottle opener today. I have a can. I need a can opener. <laughs> what was the guy that gave us the job thing? The kid yeah. from the press room? Yeah. Abbott. Yeah, Abbott. Abbott. 
I could I couldn't remember if that was a joke or if that was his actual name. No, uh, that, was, yes. that was his name. She made it a joke. Sorry. You no, made it sorry. a joke. Be proud. Be proud. You're the one that gave him the name Abbott. You knew that you were baiting a bunch of assholes who were going to make the Hey Abbott joke. It's just a matter of which one was going to do it first. Because I'm a masturbator. Yeah. Just like you made the Abner joke because somebody was going to make the little Abner joke. Mm-hmm. Or should I say the little Zaboth joke? <laughs> Zaboth. And you had somebody from Derp contact Jacob Hodge, the uh, gentleman selling the home, to arrange a meeting for when you got there. He's the Hodgepodge. Thank yes. you. Hodgepodge. We had assumed coming here that stuff was going to be strange. Do you want an occult roll with a bonus? I mean, sure. I'm bad at that. So, in in other games, when you come under the sway of magical effects, like your your brain rationalizes it. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure if this is one of those effects that my brain rationalizes. Oh, of course, this is this is a thing. Or if it's like, uh, no, clearly something spooky's going on here. When you failed the occult roll, do you want to try an intelligence? Just to how good is your intelligence? I'm You're smart. You're a smart cookie. Oh, I'm super smart. Alright. At that, let's take a break. We're gonna kill Craig and then All we'll right. bring it back later. Thank you. Sounds great. Give me a chance to go get some chili. Chili. Mm, chili. Are you getting Aww, it off the floor? Too soon. Too soon. Too, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Oz here, just chiming in at the end to say thanks for continuing to support us with your ears, bumping us by word of mouth, and even with Patreon donations, which is pretty awesome. If you aren't on our Discord, feel free to come on by and get a without-a-net welcome. If you are, you know how we do. We couldn't continue to do this without your support and feedback, so if you do have feedback, this is me personally begging you to let us know. We know we can always do better, and we love to know when we're doing well. Anyway, a couple of disclaimers. The music you heard in the intro and the outro is from the Great Old Ones and Other Beings album by Graham Plowman. You can find that on YouTube. It is some excellent Call of Cthulhu music. Call of Cthulhu 7th edition is produced by Chaosium Inc. Without a net podcast has no affiliation with Chaosium Inc. We just think 7th edition is pretty bomb and we're going to go ahead and try it out. We get no kickbacks from Chaosium, nor do we expect any, although that may change in the future, but probably not. I hope you all had a wonderful time listening to this, and we will see you next week.